Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're joined now by Chris Sale from the Boston Red Sox. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. How are we doing, guys? We're doing great. Uh, it's interesting to see you guys interacting with, with all these great kids. Zachary, who was up here uh, earlier with us, um, all the other children here from the Jimmy Fund who've been on throughout today. Uh I find your experience with the Jimmy Fund maybe to be more interesting than, than some other players because you played elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You've been in other markets. You've seen how it is. What is the relationship like between the Red Sox and the Jimmy Fund, the Red Sox and Dana-Farber in your experience? Um, it's, it's just a big deal. I think it's a big deal for the city. Um, you know, even kind of getting a little bit more personal, even last night after the game, we, we had a, it was a tough one. Sure. Um, you know, there's <laughs> – Flat out tough game, and um, you know AC made a point to say, "Hey, listen, tonight's tonight. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's an important day for the city of Boston, this organization, and you know obviously the kids within the Jimmy Fund and at Dana Farber. So, um, hey, tough one. Clear it. Show up tomorrow, ready to roll, and um, you know just letting us know how important this day was. Uh, so that's it means everything, you know. And and these kids, and you know, I have three kids myself, so." Um, you know, it's just important for us to be here and, and interact with these kids and, and show, you know, support and awareness for this. You are someone who I see taking accountability for your play, no matter which way it goes. Um, I'm wondering, as your time goes on in Boston, has it become easier or harder to kind of, as you say, move on, new day, uh, after an outing like last night? Is that kind of a skill, a muscle that you have to work on? Yeah, I think anytime you can just be honest um, and be accountable, you know, if, if, if you're running from something, if you're hiding from something, if you're spinning this web of lies or whatever, um, it's going to be harder to, to kind of move on from that. Um, I'm pretty tough on myself, so it's, it's not the easiest sometimes to move on from these kind of games. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, there, you, you kind of have to have some perspective and you can't hold on to that weight forever because it, it'll, it'll, it'll bring you down. So, um you know, you, you, you rinse it, you go out there and, and, and get ready for the next one. How you feeling? How's uh, everything going in terms of pitch limits, inning counts, sort of stuff like that? I mean, when you first came back, there was questions about that, and you threw a ton of pitches, and it's yeah. sort of been, uh, you know, up and down since then. How you feeling? Good. Feeling good. Um, wish I was a little bit more uh, able to do what I want to do, um, you know, on the mound, but uh, I guess it's, you know, part of the process or whatever. I'm not, not much for processes and, and, <laughs> and waiting. I'm not a very patient person. So I'm the same way. Um, I'm the same way. So yeah. That's going over real well. But, <laughs> but hey, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm glad to be healthy again and at least have the opportunity to give my team a chance to win. So I know, I know today's a new day and today's a, a, a great day. Last night, as you said, was difficult. What And I, I heard you talking about this after the game, right? You, you're, you're very hard on yourself. You're putting a lot of what happened with Kyle Baraclaw, who was sent back down today. You put a lot of that on yourself. Um, what is that like watching it? And how is the how is the dugout feeling when 
from the outside looking in, it just I know you guys were shorthanded in the bullpen last night. It was Kyle, maybe Kenley Jansen, maybe Chris Martin, not a lot after that. I mean, how does that feel to be in the clubhouse, uh, in the dugout, where you're kind of helpless? Because from the outside looking in, it kind of felt like he was he was it, and the game was was yeah. was over, no, and almost it's, it's, almost it's the tough. white flag was waved. It's tough, but um, you know, at the same time, so, sometimes you have to do something for the greater good of the team. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of respect for him because that's you know we he was in a tough position, and I, I think um, you know he he gave us what we needed to kind of reset those guys and have a better chance to win going forward. Um, you know, so I think sometimes it's just in sports and in life, you get put in tough situations and you just kind of, kind of grit through it. And, um, you know, it wasn't pretty, but at the same time, you know, we have a lot of respect for him for being able to do that and him knowing in that situation, like, Hey, this is what I have to do. And, um, you know, in the, in the grand scheme, he helped us. You know, so at the end of the day, you kind of try to take the positives from it and, again, just move on. And, you know, we play so many games, you can't just get caught up in one game, one inning, one outing. So, um, you know, hey, t- today's a new day and we take the next two, we win the series. And, and he would have a lot to do with that if, if, if everything plays out the way we hope it does. Did you know it was that shorthanded in the bullpen last night? Like, did you go, do you go into your start aware that, hey, it's oh, pretty much Kyle to bridge the gap to the late inning guys? Yeah, That's it. for sure. Okay, and so was there any fight with Alex when he took you out? Uh, second mound visit, you know, you can't really have a fight there. <laughs> That's a good know? point. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just wave him off before he comes out. I guess there's not, yeah. a, not a whole lot. Uh, you do. know, and, and, you know, I, I have a lot of faith and trust in Alex. I've, I've been with him for a long time, and he's done for things for me in my life that, you know, not a lot of people have, and, and he knows things. And, and I just I have too much respect to ever show him up like that. You know, if, you also have to be in a better position to – to fight that fight, right? Sure. When you're out there getting your ass kicked, it's kind of tough to say, hey, I want it, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, But there are times where maybe, hey, man, what, what do you think here? What do you think there? But uh, I would never show him up like that. It was a huge weekend here at Fenway with Mookie Betts coming back with the Dodgers. What's it been like in your time here having some of those guys who were young guys mm-hmm. when you arrived here, like Mookie, like Xander, uh, depart the clubhouse and then seeing Mookie come back for the first time? It's a couple different things. You know, you understand it's, it's a part of the game. You know, when I first got to the big leagues, um, I had a couple guys get traded that were close friends of mine. And, and like, my wife is in tears because she's friends with their wives, and it's, 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 just, it's tough. But then you kind of get callous to the fact that it's part of the business. You know, it's, it's kind of what comes with the territory. And, you know, if, if it was up to the players, we'd all be playing with our friends. We would never, <laughs> right. no one would ever leave teams. It'd be the, it'd and be it the would, NBA. Yeah, it, it would be, it would just, it'd be a bunch of teams formed that just never leave. And, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, that's just not how it works. And for us as players, you can't get too attached on the fact that, oh, you know, this guy or that guy. Would we love to have those guys? Absolutely. They're, they're phenomenal human beings right out of the gate before you even talk about baseball. And then you get to the baseball aspect of it, and they're superstars. So um, it's tough. But at the end of the day, you, you know that that's part of the business. you got to move on. you still got a job to do. And, uh, you know, you just appreciate being able to see them when they come back around. Um, I wanted to ask you about Nick Pavetta as a guy in the in the pitching staff who's been sort of in and out of the rotation and was so effective coming out of the bullpen and then easing back into the rotation. Uh, what's it like sort of uh, for a guy like that to be um, – 
having an evolving role, you know, all the time. You had, you had an evolving role at certain points in your career. You came out of the pen in, uh, in 2018. What's, what's that sort of like? What, what toll does that take on a guy over the course of a season? I think guys just respect it a lot because, um, you know, you obviously started the year in, as a starter. And then, um, you know, for whatever reason, there's this stigma that you get demoted to the bullpen. But sometimes you go to the bullpen and you, you end up getting higher leverage outs than you do as a starter. Um, and I have a lot of respect for Nick because the way he handled it, he, it was, you know, he was obviously upset about it, but then it's, it's, you know, the next day he hits the ground running. Like I, I, he still has a job to do. He was looking at himself saying, I have a job to do still. I can still help this team win. And you look at some of his outings he's had. I mean, obviously the outing in Oakland, he comes in and in a huge up in a huge spot in Houston when we were down there. Um, and just obviously a couple different ways, you, you know, he can come in and get two guys out or he can come in and throw six innings out of the bullpen. Um, that's highly, highly useful in, in the game we play now. So, um, you know, he's, he's been doing a really good job and you see him kind of start ticking upward and, and getting back to the confidence, the stuff, all of that coming to head. And um, he's, he's done about as good a job as anybody I've ever seen have that transition back and forth a couple times. You mentioned your high level of respect for Alex Cora. Uh, Alex has told us, at least has told me on air, that he doesn't expect to be a manager forever. He wants to pursue other uh, parts of the game. And so I'm wondering, with this current group, if Cora wasn't the manager, if he left on his own terms, wanted to pursue something else, what do you feel like the clubhouse would lose in him as your leader? Man, we're playing a lot of what-if games. I know. <laughs> that's, hey, that's what we do, Chris. <laughs> what if the ocean dried up tomorrow? We'd have more <laughs> desert, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't want to get too far into that stuff, mm-hmm. but what he does bring to the table is is a certain level of confidence. Um, he, I believe, understands the game from a player's perspective more so than most other people. Um, he's not you know, too, too far removed from being a player. He knows, A, what, is B, what it's like to be a player, an everyday player. Um, he also knows what it's like to play in Boston. So I think he does a really good job of managing players, but managing people. Um, you know, not all first basemen play the same position, but they, they're not all the same personality. They're not all the same person, uh, pitchers, relievers, all that. So, um, he has a genuine care for the group of people, not just players. And, and I think that that just kind of demands respect just from that in and of itself. Uh, Two more quick ones, at least from me. Uh, one, what what happened at home plate last night? Just you and Connor weren't on the same page where he threw it and kind of it kind of just like hit you in the legs. It almost looked like what 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 happened on that? Oh, I was I was looking. Altuve was going to score anyway, so I was looking at the ball, looking at him, and then I looked at him. He was still kind of down at the ball, and I looked at Altuve. He was already sliding he down, so I just I took my took my eye off him. Got it. And it looked like you were a little frustrated afterwards, just with yourself or with. Well, I just blew the lead. What do you expect? Yeah, no, I just, but it, what, but it was. It, would you be smiling? Out there? I would not be, but okay. but it was, but it was more because you took your eye off it, or because he threw late, or just because the run scored. Because the run scored. We were losing the game at that point. It was a tie ball game. Guy on third base, two outs. If I don't a make a bad pitch, make a better pitch, get that guy out, uh, we would still be tied in a much better position and possibly be able to go out for the other inning. Yeah, and you could come um, back out. That's fair. So, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things kind of boiled over at that point. And then finally, and I, I know you guys have been talking about this, we just we haven't had the opportunity to ask. Going, going back to the trade deadline, and you've been through a lot of trade deadlines in your career with players coming in, 
players not coming in. Um, it's different than last year. I know last year you guys were very frustrated. Uh, I don't want to speak for you individually, but it seemed as a team very frustrated with subtracting. There were no subtractions this year. How did that go over in the clubhouse this season where, you know, no real additions were made? Is it a vote of confidence in your guys uh, and your clubhouse? Or do you look at it and say, boy, you know, we could have used a little bit more help? From my end, if you have management and a, and a, and a coaching staff and, and owners or whatever, not make any moves and you're, you're in a good spot, that means, hey, we, we have confidence in the guys in that clubhouse. That's, that's the way I take it. I can't speak for the group. I can't speak for anybody else. Um, we did have some guys that were, you know, injured coming back at that time. And what better shot to say, hey, we don't need any help. We, we have the group we want right here to move forward. Um, so, again, you know, I, I look at that as kind of a boost of confidence. Hey, a pat on the back. Hey, go get them. We, we like this group. We believe in this group. Let's go. Not to mention the fact, you know, we just obviously called up Rafael. I was very excited about that. He's a very dynamic player. Uh, we got some other guys that have potential to, to be impact players here on this team this year and soon. So, you know, hey, I, I know people can look at it differently and um, – there can be a lot of things be said about that, but for me personally, when someone looks at us and says, oh, we're good. All right, let's go. I heard uh, when Sedan got called up, he was playing PlayStation. He kind of missed a couple of calls. Did you see that story? I didn't, <laughs> Did you? that's pretty awesome. You hadn't heard that yet? <laughs> no. Oh, make, make sure he said it. He said it last night in the uh, in the, the dugout before the game, so that's on the record. He You're said playing that online. You can't just answer the phone. Yeah, I, I get, get it. it. Yeah. I, he was like, hey, hey he, better, he better have won that game. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what was it, do, how, did your, how did your call-up work? You didn't miss any calls? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. I, I know I was, I was in Charlotte, and uh, – yeah, just get the call to go. I, you made long, sure to answer the phone. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the first one. <laughs> Good move. So, Good move by, uh, um, by Chris Sale. But, yeah, I would actually like to check to see if he won that game, whatever he was playing on PlayStation, to make sure it was actually worth missing the call to go to the big Okay, leagues, well, you be, our, you be our inside source on that. Okay, you go down and check, and you can uh, – It didn't affect him too much. He did get a hit in the first – was the first pitch he saw? Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, you know, yeah. Pretty right good away. slider, too, so um, – uh, I'm excited about him. He's, he's, he's going to be a fun player to watch. Okay. Sure. Well, he's uh, Chris Sale, uh, Red Sox pitcher, and Jones and Mega with Arcan Insider. He's going to get back to us on that. Uh, Chris, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. <laughs> no problem.